nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables episode 101. This week we discuss the shakeup at Marvel Entertainment, a major Marvel actor's future with the company, the video game Pyramid Scheme, Star Wars Battlefront Beta, CBS lifting the dome and other TV news, major Star Wars event turning into a disaster, and the loss of a horror icon. Joining me this week are Rich, Ethan, Mike, and Sebastian. Gentlemen, hello. Hello, good to be back. Hello. Hey. We all have a good day today. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty good day. Recording on Saturday because we're dorks. We don't have anything to do. Football was on. We're not out. Oh, yeah. College football. Pre- yeah. Uh, first, week. first week. No one who's listening to this knows anything about it. Tossing the good old <laughs> There's people egg. listening? Uh, That's right. You know, we have U- USC's <laughs> getting ready to start right now. I was going to say, I thought they played. They're oh, playing, no, the, they're playing the late, late game. I, just, I love that first weekend because it's all teams. You know, it's like Alabama playing a high school from Florida. This is why if they would get rid of that first two weeks and actually put them into the conference play and added two more games to the uh, to the playoffs, it would be better. Because then you get no, those stupid be games out what of the way. What would be better is at the end of the season, after you get your recru- recruiting class, they pick like a top 50 and those teams have to play each other all season, no matter what. Yeah. You play your conference and you have to play. If you're in a top 50, you have to play a top 50 school. No one's ever going to go for it. But yeah, this this cream puff crap is 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 terrible. The I only still, game, I, what was I, uh, the TCU game yesterday? Early yeah. on, it was like uh, they're in trouble. They were down like ten nothing early. I was like, oh, that's the like if you lose one of these games early to one of these schools, you're toast. You yeah. just have no way. There's a couple of them. So, anyways, welcome to ESPN, <laughs> welcome to hey, ESPN you Radio. Sound like a bunch of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> God, you just sound like nerds talking about football. It's weird. Maybe it'll get to that point where sports sports nerds are like the ostracized group. <laughs> the job Everyone's becomes. Like, um, can't you guys talk about like Marvel and Star Wars instead of sports? What are you stupid? All those statistics. I think yeah. it's. Just I think it's already brain. getting there. Well, I mean, it's what he was talking about was statistics. So many nerds took over. Yeah. sports as well. You know, thanks to fantasy. When when Dave and Busters and uh, and uh, what is it Buffalo? Whatever the Buffalo Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. They start showing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> they, they start showing Marvel like, what movies and whatnot instead <laughs> instead of uh, instead of the I'm sports. Kinda, I'm actually kind of surprised more sports places don't have like regular channels on smaller TVs around for like families kids and families and stuff like that. But <laughs> they wouldn't anyway. be called sports bars. Or no, sports so, restaurants, the majority so. of it and all the big places yeah. would be sports. But you know, you you'd go with Beth and Arabella, and they'd have something else to at least kind of keep their attention. My hey, the ki- you know. the kids on you know like Disney Channel shows plays sports, right? <laughs> They do. It's yeah. called an iPhone. That's what keeps their attention when you're at a place like that. Yeah. Uh, getting back to nerd news, uh, we'll start off with the recent reshuffling of Marvel films. On Monday, we learned that longtime Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige. Would we figure that out? Is it Feige or Feige? I always thought it was Feige. And well, and I was listening to an interview with uh, uh, Chris Hardwick when he was doing a Nerdist episode with Kevin. And he called him Feige or Feige. 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 Yeah, I was gonna say you're the only okay. one that's actually heard it. So okay. Kevin, it's it's like. Uh, so and he was on there and he didn't correct, correct him. him. Okay. So oh, it's we'll like go I've, been to, I've been to Comic Con panels and it you know Mark Miller is there, but so many people say Millar because yeah, it's AR. Right. So Feige. Okay. Uh, anyway, we learned a couple days ago Kevin Feige is now report, directly reporting to Disney Studio chief Alan Horn, as opposed to Marvel Entertainment CEO Isaac Ike Perlmutter. Sources reported that Feige, Feige, geez, that's going to throw me up the whole Feige, time. Feige, 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 
has been complaining to both Horn and Disney CEO Bob Iger about Perlmutter's infamous penny-pinching and micromanaging. The move also helps integrate Marvel films with Disney's other film studios, Pixar and Lucasfilm, out here on the West Coast. Perlmutter has reportedly accepted the move, not that he would have much choice, as Feige has overseen Marvel's rise to a studio powerhouse, grossing over $7 billion in films in just less than a decade. Feige joins the likes of John Lasseter and Kathleen Kennedy as the head of their own division within the Disney empire. Also point out that Jeff Loeb and Marvel TV Animation still report to Perlmutter, who is remaining in New York. It means the animation and the uh, uh, Netflix stuff is still his. Yeah, and then that stuff is run out here, but it looks like they're just... that he The home base for that is all in New York. While it's they still at Marvel in New York, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and everybody else, like... Uh, Marvel animation that's all down here so yeah all the, all the it looks like all the production stuff is out here but boom, the the final person was there and that's part of the reason of changing it is to get uh, to get him under horn of being able to kind of be in control all on the Sounds west coast sad, here just lone man at a desk somewhere in yeah. an office by himself now <laughs> well see i've heard he he's been really hard to deal with anyways yeah rumors yeah. about regarding what prompts that change and a lot of it is that most reporting disproportion or disappointments of this summer's age of ultron box office which was under the first avengers box office and the behind the scenes turmoil all year regarding the ant-man film uh but recently it looked like the most likely cause is the budget of the upcoming captain america civil war which as rich points out a lot it looks like an avengers 2.4 film almost every character connected to previous movies slate to appear except something like hulk and thor um, in Hawk, they actually did film something, but they cut it out because they decided they didn't want to give away Hawk's disappearance until later. Yeah. Um, there's also new characters like Black Panther and, of course, the Spider-Man. Apparently, Spider-Man's addition to it run up the budget as well. That budge, budget completely ballooned, and Feige vocally complained to Perlmutter um, about his frugality and his complaints about overproduction costs. It was Aunt May that caused it. Yeah, she it she put May. everybody over the top. Um, it's also pointed out that the shakeup also reduced the influence of the Marvel Creative Committee, which is uh, it's reformed in the early 2000s. It's actually before all the Marvel films came out. It was before uh, Iron Man came out. Um, the committee—it's kind of, no one really knows how much influence they've had, but they've had enough uh, that they've become a source of contention. Yeah, and that was uh, wasn't was that part of the yeah Bendis and there's a couple other big uh, Joe Quesada is a part of it. But there's also a couple of like people that aren't connected to Marvel Publishing. Yes, that are in it as well. And then um, that's where, usually the committee is where they'll bring in a writer or two from the comic series, whatever film that they're doing. Yeah. And then they'll all discuss it and try to keep it into the timeline and into the you know the linear. Um, yeah. At first, they said that the committee could disband it completely, but it looked like it's still together. It still has an influence on the TV and animation output, but their report, their role in live action film would be greatly reduced. It's interesting to note, as I was reading, as researching the story, is a lot of people, a lot of rumors is that the committee is the one that drove Edgar Wright out. Well, yeah, because they were the they ones who were saying it, yeah. that it needed to fit more into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and Wright said, no, I don't want that. Yeah. I want it to be Well, the standalone. funny thing is, is there's more than one person that has said that they, reading the original script, it was the most Marvel of any Marvel film, yeah. in terms of what it, it had that feel of early Marvel comics. That those early Spider-Man, and, but and it wasn't so much issues. that it didn't feel like a like right. Marvel. No, it wasn't. It didn't feel like a Marvel film, right? But is, it didn't also yeah. fit into the cinematic universe. It was on an island by itself. So, interesting. We'll see what these changes. I mean, what well, should it looks also like be the noted. Will start in Civil War, but we'll see what they do. For Feige it. has been around since the earliest Marvel film being made of you know like X-Men. He was an associate producer on X-Men. And moved his yeah. way up throughout the time, and then when there was the split between you know from Marvel properties to Marvel Studios, 
that's when they said, "Look, you've been here. You know, you know what you're doing. Come on board and be be our you know." Our well, head. I think he's he's also someone that even a, a semi casual fan who's reading you know like Entertainment Weekly or Variety or whatever would recognize his name. Where probably nobody else that I mentioned in that entire article you you notice like I know Perlmutter's name because he was one of the ones mm-hmm. who rescued Disney or uh, Marvel Publishing out of bankruptcy, right? Along with some other people. Well, everybody knows Kathleen Kennedy now and John. Yeah, Lasseter. no, but I, I just mean in terms of this this specific group. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Alan Horn and Ike Pullmutter and Kevin Feige. The only person that I think even the layman might even recognize is Kevin Feige because yeah. he's always the one that other places, other uh, media outlets. And go you're to. also seeing him on all like uh, all the DVD extras and stuff. Yeah, like he that. does a lot of the. Yeah, yeah he, he is. The he's the face. It. Uh, we'll stick with Marvel. Uh, Captain America star Chris Evans told Collider this week that he is perfectly willing to play the Star Spangled Hero for a while longer. Um, his quote, listen, if Marvel wants me, they got me. I've never had such a relationship where you have such... I mean, look at my resume. I'm used to being on set being like, uh, is this movie going to be terrible? Marvel just can't stop making great movies. and They do it in their sleep. It's wonderful directors and producers and actors and scripts. And it's like a playground, playground as an actor, end quote. Uh, Evans is one of the, one, the actors who's been a little more vocal about his future after... His contract is up, wanting to direct more. But even with that, last week he told Entertainment Weekly that it's, quote, almost terrifying to think about these being done, end quote, in regards to his time with Marvel. So it looks like Evans may stay around longer. Well, and this should be, we should note that this is after the Infinity Wars films, the, the next two Avengers films. His contract was originally up after the second Avengers Infinity War. See, when I was doing research for this, I read that his contract's actually up after the first one. Well, from what I from what I just saw online, it depends a on what they, what they decide to do with it. But yeah, I've seen two different reports. But one of them says that his contract's actually that the first Infinity War film would complete his contract. Right. So I don't He's know. Dead. Yeah. Well, do <laughs> you think change my idea? Well, I think somebody brought a dump truck of money to his house and said, "All this yeah. could be yours." Well, I think they're also well, kind of like Robert the, Downey. If the price is right. Well, the other thing we've been talking about is if Marvel decides to treat. They can get away in a sense of treating it as, as one film because the production is one continuous Correct. piece. It's not done as we're going to wrap, we're going to break for four months, and then we're going to come back. And that may They're be where, where the confusion is. Because right. when they first said that the, the Infinity War, uh, you know, he was on for at least three Avengers movie. Infinity War at that time was one film. Then they went back and said, no, we're going to make it two films. So that way, that, that contract that they signed for that one film they had to go back with these guys and say, okay, now that we're making it two films, we got to renegotiate the contract as if it was a second film. And to bring it all full circle, a lot of people are saying that was part of the um, friction between Perlmutter and Feige, who wanted to change the contracts because their contractual obligations were Mm -hmm. very strict of, you know, if you're in a film for this much, that fills part of that contract. If you're in a film for this much, it isn't. We don't have to pay you this for this. You don't have to pay for that for that. Like, Chris Evans' cameo in um, uh, Dark World wouldn't have counted upon his thing because he Correct. was there for like less than 30 seconds. But if you're there for 31 seconds of screen time, it counts and stuff like that. It's just those little pieces rather than trying to give themselves and then their, leeway. And their cameos in Ant-Man don't count because that actually was footage that was shot for exactly. you know, Captain America. Yeah, so it's, it's, it kind of sounds like Feige's trying much more to give them give both sides some more wiggle room. Yeah, He seems we, to be someone who... The people that are, you know, working on these films are more in tune with than they would be with. Well, uh, you, you've seen, and we, I, mean, I think we've even covered it on here before, is that Downey Jr. said that he wouldn't have, he wouldn't oppose to being in the standalone Spider-Man movie or right. make an appearance right. in it. 
So even though his contract is up with you know Infinity War as well, yeah, that he's still wanting to do other stuff as you know. Yeah, and, 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 and it may be that he they don't do another Iron Man movie, but he does small cameos. Yeah, we've kind of talked about that too. If if we get to the end of this Infinity War and let's say Tony Stark dies and Captain America gives up the shield, it doesn't mean he's not going to be in Captain America Four or whatever it's going to be. Right, starring you know Winter Soldier with a thing. It it can be he can show up in Winter Soldier with the thing. Yeah, the shield <laughs> with the thing and the yeah, the thing the that thing and the thing and the thing and the Jello pudding. Let's not bring. Let's not, let's not do that. What I'm just talking about, Jello Pudding. He signed on to be Avengers Five villain. He is the villain. <laughs> he's I'm the rapist. The, I'm gonna be the greatest villain. No, he's he's, he's, a, he's the new spokesperson for Subway. Quaaludes. <laughs> no, that's come to get your five dollar foot long with some Quaaludes, <laughs> and if you have the girly parts, I'm gonna come and see you. Bill Cosby and, and Jared get together, and they're a dynamic duo of hate or rape. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about love. I was trying to love people. It was a big... Maybe if maybe if Bill Cosby would have taught Jared to knock him out, then no one would come. <laughs> Jared's this, downfall this went really dark. Like, really, <laughs> we're fast. waiting on you to move to the next topic. <laughs> Jared just needed to learn to, how to shut his mouth because <laughs> that's what got him in. <laughs> Jared well, needed to figure out how to get rid of his. Yeah, get rid of the computer he, too. He was, he was talking. To a lot of people. Well, apparently, yeah. I mean, he, whatever yeah. he was doing, he was on with a promoter that was got busted by the FBI. And then, <laughs> since Why he, are we discussing? I don't know. <laughs> Why he not? I was back. Here, here's some sports <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> in the beginning of the show. This is Nerdables. Where this we talk about everything. Not, we just talked we talk about, about everything. Sports and trying to rape little children. And criminals. And criminals. So speaking about criminals. Speaking of criminals. <laughs> switch over to the world of video games. Yeah. And the recent trend of pyramid scheming. Rewards for new games. Hey, I wrote that right in there. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to be honest. I tried to do, as I'm setting the script up today, I tried to do the research for this. I had no idea what the hell is going on. And I like really that long. you wrote that right no, in No, I wrote there. it in here. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really understand when I started to research for it. I am going to turn this over to Sebastian, who's way start, smarter than me. He's going to explain it all. And okay. now he's going to drop some knowledge. So the breakdown is is that they're doing essentially like Kickstarter tiers for pre-order. So, so, then I'm gonna, so that's the basics of it. So, uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, is coming out, and uh, if you're in the know for video games, this is probably not news to you, and you either got really upset or you didn't, because you have a pre-order and you want to defend that pre-order. But uh, for those about you who are sort of interested or sort of just heard it off to the side, so they've got this scheme called Augment Your Pre-Order. Now, you can buy the game at different retail outlets and get exclusive items, Mm -hmm. like Best Buy or GameStop, but on top of that... They're doing tiered rewards for the pre-orders based on the total global pre-order sales. So when you hit certain thresholds with the pre-order numbers, a new tier unlocks. Like the first tier has three different in-game upgrades. The second tier is a new mission. Third tier, I believe, is uh, audio samples from the game, like music samples. Mm -hmm. And, And it keeps going up. The fifth tier is playing the game four days before everybody else. Yes. And with that, as the tier is unlocked, they're, they're sort of playing it off as like, oh, you're going to, you know, as these unlock, you're going to get all these cool extras. But in reality, you only get to pick one item from each tier to get. So you're not getting the complete game. And the big hullabaloo in gaming, especially the antagonism towards pre-orders, is that you're basically prepaying for a game on the basis of the game being good or bug-free, but then you're not really getting a complete game. Uh, a lot of things have been happening, like uh, with Arkham Knight, 
the game did not work at on PC at all, and that was a game that had you know ten different level of pre-orders. If you went to if you got the PlayStation version, you got this special scarecrow map, and if you got the Xbox version, you got uh, you got like a red hood thing. And, and so there were some of them that were they were saying that the Harley Quinn is the exclusive here, and then ended up Harley was on everywhere. All but to get everything, it's something on the order of like there are ten different versions of Arkham Knight, mm-hmm. and if you were somebody who pre-ordered for PC or pre-ordered in multiple places for for PC. You got a couple minutes into that game and it didn't work. Right. And Steam is really the only company that does digital refunds. So that's sort of the big deal. And the problems, mostly it creates an anti-consumer market for mm-hmm. video games. The idea that, one, you're not going to be getting your reviews in time. You're paying 60 dollars for a game that you don't know is even good and there have been controversies with reviews, and I'm not talking about games journalism, you know, you know, you know, wink, wink. I'm talking about these people, you know, if you're a reviewer, you're getting your game, but you're getting a very controlled version of the game. You're either going out and playing a specific level for a review, or if they're sending out copies, they're sending out copies that are being played in specific environments. Like Halo, the Master Chief Collection, the multiplayer worked perfectly in the review copies. But then when it got released in the mass markets, their servers did not work and it was all hell. But some of that, like when you get to things like that where the multiplayer didn't work or things like that, that's because you, for one, their servers can only handle so much. Well, it didn't have anything to do with server issues. It had to do with once all those people logged on, the getting coding, it bogged down. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't server bogging down. It was just they. The game was not programmed properly to handle certain users on certain pings in different parts of the world it was pretty crazy i fight for the users yes exactly (laughs) it's like you know we do not pre-order don't pre-order your games kids that's the big lesson but the bigger thing is you know like with uh for example not just the master chief collection but with uh with arkham origins the game was incredibly buggy but reviewers got special copies of the games you know when you get uh Different things like uh, Aliens, Colonial Marines, where the review copies and the marketing videos that they showed were of levels in the game and scenarios that were made specifically for marketing and not even included in the game. Well, that I mean, but that's happened for gen- for generations of systems now. I mean, we've seen that E three. Yes, but you're but the the idea that you're you're basically getting your money ahead of time. For a game that doesn't exist. Well, see, pre-orders have been going on yes, for years. Yeah, I mean, when we to... were working at Game Crazy, you know, we were doing pre-orders. You know, five dollars down, you're guaranteed a copy. Right, but that's in a time where that's the difference for five dollars down. That's a, for guaranteeing yeah. a copy versus purchasing the entire game before it comes out, not right. even knowing. Well, what's that's wrong with that's it. a problem and with it where you've got the, to do but it. This is also the it's digital. An ex- era. It's an accelerating see, problem. Yeah, even like GameStop and things like that, you can still put five dollars down or how much you want to put down towards the game. Like I did for Battlefront to get the exclusive. You know, the the uh, Battle for Jakku or for uh, yeah for Jakku and. Then um, the exclusive, you know, the ultimate edition. But you only had to put $5 down. When you do the ordering online, a lot of times you have to pay the entire amount. Yes, Mm -hmm. but it's also you have to remember, this is the digital age. Most people aren't, a lot lot of people are moving away from physical discs. And even regardless of that, there is no return policy unless you order from Steam. Steam Steam's policy is if you play the game and you are under the two-hour threshold, you can get your money back for your game. No questions asked. But if you're ordering a copy of Battlefront from GameStop and you get your download code or your disc, and that game doesn't work because they programmed a crappy game, 
you're not getting your money back. Yeah, but... And you have to wait till they either fix it or do nothing. And most of the time, they don't do anything. But a lot of the time, I mean, especially... Arkham, Arkham Knight is still not on Steam for purchase on PC. But still, a lot of the time, when they, whoever the retail store is has no control over whether the game is going to be glitchy or not right. when the game comes out. And most of the, the exclusives that they're giving you is DLC content that's going to be available on whatever platform you're getting at some point later down the road. Not but the point, of, the point of this, is specifically with this game, is it's basically a Kickstarter campaign. The tier thing. Well, yeah, it's yes. a Kickstarter campaign for that sort of thing. The problem that I have with all of this and the same thing is this is a fandom that doesn't consumer correct itself. Yes, because when you put out, you're you're continually putting out crappy products. You're continually putting out products that are habitually late. You're continuing to put out products in which, if you wish to complete everything, you have to own three systems and you have to buy three physical games. And enough people are doing it that it keeps happening. Because, see, that's not because as as a group, video game users aren't. Consumers aren't correcting themselves. This isn't like if you put out a crappy T-shirt and you continually put it out, people just stop buying it, and then you have to change it. This type of fandom continues to accept and even encourage terrible, yeah, terrible, uh, terrible products practices. by continuing to purchase. This is movies. Yes, keep yeah, going to crappy and, movies. And it's not, you not, buy yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're telling everybody, I will buy crappy movies. Correct. But, I get but, that. But again, it's not the finger pointing isn't at GameStop or Best Buy. The finger pointing is at the it's at the publishers. It's at the publishers and the developers because you're creating. Yes, it used to you used to need a pre-order to get a copy of the game because they may sell out. Right now, you're that's how retailers guaranteed that there were going to be enough no, copies yeah, but in the, for the people that wanted it. But in the digital age, you don't need that. And I mean, take for example, Mortal Kombat X, which just came out, had a character in fact had Goro who came preloaded into the game, and you were basically downloading you know a kilobytes worth of code that you paid ten dollars for to allow access to him. There's right. a reason why... But see, that's the other problem. But there's a reason why they say, you know, the pirated copy is the best copy of the game because the pirated copy has everything. See, but see, part of the thing is with exclusives, whether you go to GameStop, Best Buy, or whoever, and they're saying, okay, if you come to our store, we're going to give you the Red, you know, the, the red Hood missions, or you come to ours, you get the Nightwing missions. That is all. That, that those are separate missions. That's not the actual story of the game. Doesn't matter. That's it's, those are side little. Part, right, no, I, I understand it, but yeah, you know, you have a group of fandom that is a completist fandom. This is just like. How but you can get that on whatever platform you buy it in, because right, they will but eventually you have to buy the game from two different companies. No, 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 no. You don't. You buy the game from one company for uh, for one system. Then whatever. Once you get on that system's marketplace well let's say let's say so for the xbox you get on xbox live essentially for an incomplete game you're well no because those aren't in you're getting no, a complete game those are game. those are bonus missions bonus levels that you don't have to have in order to play a full game you play as batman the game is well, batman okay, by definition you do not have a full game you do have a full no, game you do not. those are bonus no, no, no. those aren't by, hold on by definition you do not have a full game Content exists for your game that you have no access to unless you pay more money. You do not have a complete game. This isn't unlocking a character within the gameplay. And this is if the game a, if yeah. the gameplay is if you want to face the special level with Scarecrow, you have to beat Two Face without kicking him. Yes. That's something different than if you want the Scarecrow, you're gonna have to either purchase the game from a different store in addition to the store you purchased from, or wait four months and purchase it again. 
you don't have a complete game. Right, because we're not tied. Again, by what you're saying, yes, the basic game, sure. But you are not getting. You do not have access to the complete game as they've built it to be a complete game. That's Everything. not true. That's not true no, because right. they have it as a complete game. The game so is when, Batman: Arkham Knight, Batman: Arkham yes, Origins, and the, but and the necessary Batgirl story. No, it's that not was, necessary. That, it was backstory on the Joker that completed the first story. It gives you game. additional stuff. It's like the it's Red like Hood, the Harley Quinn, and the Scarecrow stuff. Are it's all, like okay, here's a good yeah, example. Well, hold on, you're, Wait. you guys are hold on. You guys are arguing semantics, and you're basically you're you're wrong. Because it's not a full game, and you don't have access to it immediately. It's here's it, okay, here's the thing. Do you remember when uh, when Nintendo sixty four released uh, Star Wars Knights uh, Star Wars uh, Shadows of the Empire? Yes. Okay, that was a complete game. Yes. Right. But if you wanted to know more about Shadows of the Empire, you had to read the novel. You that's, had to read the comic no, books. It's the same no, it thing. Not. You're How? playing. You because the, you can't stuff the comic book into the fucking game system. Right. But the but the Red Hood or the the uh, Nightwing or the Harley is Quinn is it a part of the game? No, yes, it's a, no, it's not. Yes, it's it, not is a it part. Playable? If you have to pick up a it controller. It is a playable. Do you have to pick up a controller and do it. You're playing and as you that have, character. That's you're not, not answering the right, my question. Do you pick up a controller and control the content within the game for these extra levels? That that bonus content, yes. That's a game. That's, that's a game. And it's I would a argue separate game. That, it's, it's like, okay, a separate it's, game. it's not a separate game. And How do you figure? Because if it's a separate game, it's a whole separate game. We're not talking about something like with Arkham City. A year later, they made a completely new DLC game with the Harley Quinn. This is the Harley Quinn, the Batgirl, the Red Hood, and the Scarecrow already having been made. It's the DC and, DLC content were, they released were, they early. Were, they were pulled out of the game no. to sell separately. No, 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 no. And that's not how. That's did. not how it was. Yes, they did. No, because they also did it with Mortal Kombat. They put Goro in the game disc. They put Goro in the digital download, and you paid the nine ninety nine to basically download two or three kilobytes of code to then have him on access as a playable character. And with these games, these this is all content that is already being made as part of the development cycle and then pulled out to divide amongst retailers. But they're not... They're not... Because they're they're developing them at the same. You time. realize you don't work side. for Game Crazy anymore. You don't have to try and sell. Them. I, I get that, but it's it's but like this is, but this it's is, like a map pack. Okay, they make that map pack well, when they're developing the, development the game, game and then, but it's sold separately. So that way, once you've played the game and you want to, but it's not, but it's, it's not to keep you continuing playing the game once you've we played. We know what it's for. We know what it's for. So it's not a part. You real, hold on. You realize that Sebastian is fighting for you as a video game consumer, so that you can yes. get a complete game. But if I don't, if I if I don't if I want to play the Batman Arkham Knight game. Okay, I go out and buy the Arkham Knight game. If I choose to want to get the Harley Quinn, the Batgirl, or any of that Wouldn't stuff. Wouldn't you rather have a game that already had that stuff pre-built in like it originally was before it was diced up and But sold a lot to of that stuff parts? can't be. You're, you're talking. Can. It's a digital download. Yes, a digital download that's sold separately. Yes. Because you can't put that in the actual game because your disc, or you're going to have four or five discs at some point. With all that content. What's a disc? What's a CD, Rich? I'm 27 years old, and I haven't put a single CD into my Xbox One ever, except for movies. You're You're part of a very small I minority also, no, right I, now. I am not, because I also play games on the computer, especially before my Mac, but I do play games on my Mac. There, my, you, my Mac doesn't even come with a CD tray. You can't buy modern computer games, for the most part, in a big box store. You just download it from Steam. Go look at the numbers now. You will see that the people that are buying they're buying a game completely digital. So you're arguing for physical di you're you're arguing from the standpoint of space on a physical disc. 
I'm arguing it's like, I can get my digital download, and, I mean, when I download friggin' Battlefield and it's 10 gigabytes, I don't really care about space. Well, like I said, you're part of a, of a small minority right now. That's what, when the Xbox One was getting ready to come out, and they said, our content is mostly going to be digital, the gaming community freaked out. No, they didn't, because they the did. gaming community is on is mostly on Steam. They didn't Steam, freak out because it was going to be digital. They were, they were freaking out. They freaked out. out because of the whole thing of not being able to share discs. Uh, not a, yes, exactly. And, and by, like which, by which use you discs. can do on well, Steam. Yeah. I think your freak out is also talking about the, our conversations considering the Xbox were different, because you got to remember the conversations that we were having is between Travis, Ethan, and myself, who have a, is, is different than someone like Sebastian who plays every day. But for me, awesome. the idea of digital digital downloads is still like what? I'm like a grandpa. I mean, stuff. Like digital I can, downloads, I can get stuff after. It's the same thing with comic books. You do you, you buy most of your stuff digitally now, correct? Yeah. Most but people, you know what? most you know people what? still a, go in and want that hard matter. copy. You know, it would be shit because it's happened in comic books. When you buy a book and then a couple months later, they sell you, they give stores extra pieces to fill in that story. It's happened with, I believe, the new Frontier. And why is that? Edition. Because they want you to go into the no, retail and buy. Nobody is arguing why. What they're saying is, it, my point is, you're taking advantage. This is the same thing that happens with toys and collectors. This is the same thing that happens with super collectibles and collectors and all the. The Marvel Legends build a figure is basically looking at collectors and going, "We know exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Bend over and start buying cases yep. of a whole bunch of figures you don't want because you need to build the Hulkbuster." It's taking advantage of a consumer, of a, of a class of consumer that does not correct itself in the market. This is sports. This is the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs for years. We suck balls. We're a hundred. We lose a hundred games. We sell out every game. Our, our TV contract is the second highest contract in all of baseball. We don't have to win. The right. only reason that the, the Cubs are good is because an ownership and a management came in that is actually altruistic and said, we're going to win because that's what you deserve. And then after they started winning, going, we can charge more for tickets now. This is awesome. All we're saying is, especially in the case of this tier thing, it's BS. Because you're basically telling people you're never going to be able to complete the, the game. See, the, the tier thing is, a little, bit, it is a little bit too much. Here's, here's, a, here's a better because It's a closer media. Comics are anonymous because they're published and they're printed in their final form usually. But how would you like it if you watched Game of Thrones on HBO on your television set? But the people who paid extra to get it digitally got... 15 minutes of extra footage per episode. Well, that's what happens when people buy the discs. No, when you buy they don't a movie. No, director's cuts of television show episodes, but I'm but the difference is that if somebody can't afford that extra $20 a month for HBO Go, but the HBO Go customers get an extra 15 minutes per episode, longer episodes, and they go, "Well, you don't really need that extra 15 minutes of airtime." But if you want it, you get to pay extra for Look, it. Look, it's the same thing. X-Men Days of Future Past. They took out all the rogue stuff. Then they came back and said, you know what? If you bought it, but you want the extra stuff, then go back and buy another one. It's Lord of the Rings. It's, you know, some of the Star Wars. It, there's all kinds of stuff. Look, it's toys. Yes, if you want to get every one of them in a line, then you can go out and buy every no, one the of them. But you can is... only go out and buy... But if you want, you only go out and buy the ones you want. No, the difference is, is that... Those special editions and director's cuts had to be produced separately from the original format of the film. They didn't make a director's cut of the movie at the same time they made the film after they finalized all the special effects. They had to go back later and recut the movies together to do those special editions. They didn't have a single version of that. They had only had okay, but with the DLC out. content, most DLC content for maps and things like that, it's created after. No, a it's lot not. Of, 
It's no, it's not. In fact, the fact that you can pre-order right now. If, with Titanfall is a good example. Okay, Titanfall came out a year later. They released new content that, that was they had produced after, not during the making okay. of the game. But so they're now different. they're now they're producing a game, a full game. No, and now they're producing they're producing a full game and then cutting it up to sell. Because the game later. is not called Harley Quinn's. The uh, Batman Arkham Knights. It's not called Nightwing's Arkham Knights. It's not called Batgirls. It's called Batman's Arkham Knight. It's a story about Batman dealing with the, whatever the situation is going to be. Those side and missions. They wasted time and money to create all that extra content to and get then, people to then, continue to play then, the game after they've already it beat out. it. They, it's to continue to play the game after you've beat it. It's, it's so that way somebody a year later will load up the game and go, you know what, I haven't played this game in a while. Oh, I want to play as Harley Quinn. I want to play as this. You know what, I can buy the downloadable content now and do it. I don't have to buy it when a game. Well, if, you, not- if you were to put in all of that content, that game would be $90 now because they would charge you that amount no. right ahead. No, they wouldn't. No. Here's the thing because I agree with what both of you are saying. Here's the thing, though. You do? It, no, it, both of them are making re- Way to go right points. down the middle. But, no, you're saying that they're, they're creating those so that way you can continue to play the game. Yes. You're saying that they're creating them to basically get more money out of you. Here's the thing. Most of these games with the downloadable content, if you wait six months, they're going to release another disc with all that downloadable content in the disc in for the same for ten dollars less, right? Or cheaper because they're going to sell the game. So this really is just a ploy to get more money out of you, right? Because I, you could either buy it's, the Arkham Knight. You game. Think, hold on, but hold yeah, on, you hold do. On, hold on. It's it's worth it to point out that Rich is arguing for continue to get this stuff as someone who bought sixteen right. different versions of Guardians. So. <laughs> Him spending extra money to get every version of something isn't something he has a problem with. If I want to. I'm not saying if you want to. No, but that's but the here's thing. The, but here's okay. the thing. You have, but I'm, I'm, this is not, not, not going to be a big firm, so please, no, please take no offenses. But the, you Uh-oh. have that specific luxury to do so. And I will say that there are gamers out there who don't. And for someone who... Yeah, but they steal all their shit anyway. No, <laughs> yeah. But here's well, the thing. Yeah, because you can get the full version of the game by stealing it. But... In June, you can pay $60 for Arkham Knight and then pay $15 per downloadable DSA. Or you can wait till this Christmas and pay $40 for one disc that has all of it on it because that's how the game was originally manufactured. Mm. Not only did you get a discount, you got all that content. If all the extra content comes with one disc, then your idea of having too many discs is actually Not even that because you can buy buy the Game of the Year edition and it will come on a single download. Well, like Injustice, for example. When you first bought Injustice, they said... If you want to play as Batgirl, you want to play as so-and-so and so-and-so, you have to buy them at $15 a piece, each character to put into the game. Then six months later, they released the Injustice downloadable pack game, right. which had all those characters that you paid $15 But it $15 was a, a, a separate disc. It was a separate game. Wait, 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 did no, they, did it was sh- a completely new edition did, of the game. Did they do the shark thing? Yes, because that was the only thing. Yeah. Was worth. Look, yeah, here's, he, here's the bottom line. Here's where all of the DLC exclusive exclusive. I can't say it, exclusive. Where everything became exclusive. Skimming. Yes. Whatever the fuck I said. Okay. <laughs> when GameStop said, "Look, we want a special perk for people to buy it in our store," and then Best Buy said, "No, we want a special perk for people to buy it in our store." And Target, when we want a special perk, then it became, "Okay, you know what." Harley Quinn's going to go to yes. and publish- GameStop. Yeah. And publishers and have even said, yes, they cut up the games to give those stores special perks. They cut up the DLC, no, not, not the game. They do cu- they've do. they said it. The, the DLC is what comes after they cut the game up. 
And we're not talking about DLC that comes a year later that has been spent. Again, like Harley Quinn's Revenge for Arkham City was made. Literally, it was not part of the original production of the game. They actually went back with their with their original production mm -hmm. team and said, hey, let's write a brand new story and we'll make the game. It will make this download. And it was also what, 40 minutes worth of extra game. Every one of the Batman Arkham games has had yes. DLC content of different characters that you could play in that world. Yes, but with Arkham, with Arkham City... That was all that was made brand new a year later with Arkham Knight. Everything was made during the production of the game and then chopped out to sell as but DLC. But when you say chopped out, it makes you sound like you're taking they're taking a chapter of the game out of the uh, out of it. That's exactly That's what they said. But it's not. Done. No, they're taking That's what they've they're said taking they've done. the art the the Harley Quinn mission portion of the game and but it's selling not, it as but DLC. But it's it's not. Yes, it's a you're, DLC. You're you're arguing for essentiality and that's not what the point is. If you're saying they're not cutting out chapters, yes, they are. If it's there and they remove it, it's a line of code that you're looking at and going, it enhances the overall product, but it can be removed. That still counts as being removed. If it's a piece, but it's not completely essential to your very thoroughfare straight line, Batman beats up four villains and the game wins, but it's still there at the beginning and it's removed, then it's removed. Again, you're arguing definition. Sebastian's definition is correct. But it's the same thing with a movie. And then they put in a director's cut. Yeah, a no, lot of stuff... No, they're not because they don't make the director's cut at the same time as making the movie. They make the theatrical a lot of the version times, of the movie no, and then a go lot of the times, No, that's not them. true. A lot of the times the director's cut is cut is made and then they go back and they say okay now we got to start trimming things down we'll take stuff out and the director's going well example. I really wanted that in there the rogue stuff the the uh, X-Men Days the of Future Path with the Rush it was finished no, it, was no, it not. wasn't that was all unfinished the stuff that the they special effects later. and the color grading and all the other stuff was not finished yeah they, they did that Lord of the Rings is the same release. thing Anything everything, that, everything that was done with Lord of the Rings was done by a completely separate team so what you're saying is every, almost every movie that's made that has footage that gets cut out like even even when they started making D, when you when you started being able to have DVDs that had the deleted scenes, those were things that were originally shot in the film film that were at one point a part of the film that they've had to go back and take out and then they have put them separate. Well, no, because that's the same thing as what you're saying. Effects. But it's not finished. But not the, always. But that's not the, necessarily true. I'm not saying it's not always, but the, you're arguing that the majority of films are locked. You get to a point where everything is done and it's two hours and sixty five minutes which is three hours and five minutes because of math, and then you're going, and then they go in and take out 40 minutes. No, they may, well, it may not. I'm not saying that it's not that long. Not the majority long. of it, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of... It's little pieces, but you're talking about a big thing. I'm going to table this now because we need to get on to something else, yes. which is video games. Uh, Tuesday announced that the most anticipated game of the year, probably the most anticipated game in a number of years, is in fact getting a beta test. EA Games announced that coming in early October to a bunch of different systems and PC, the Star Wars Battlefront beta will feature a Walker Assault on Hoth 40, wow, 40 player multiplayer battle featuring Rebels of the Empire. Which I believe is, I think the 40 player battle is PC only, if I'm not mistaken. I thought, um, it, I thought they'd announced that it was going to be for... They're going to uh, try, but I believe... Yeah, it says, it says come, it, I kind of just cut and paste the official thing from EA.com, and it was coming early October to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Origin for PC, Star Wars Battlefront Beta features Walker Assault on Hoth 40 player multiplayer battle featuring Rebels of the Empire... Walker Salt also gives you the chance to play as two of the most iconic characters in the Star Wars universe, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Uh, the beta also features beta also features uh, survival mission on Tatooine, 
where you and a rebel friend must fight back waves of imperial forces. I'm assuming that's what we that's played what at. That's what we played at, at yeah. uh, Comic-Con. Oh, um, I thought that was the mission where, you know, Uncle Owen fights back before Uncle getting burned. No? Then yeah, and then he has then a barbecue. he's a badass. Uh, and then Survival they also mission said that, uh, in addition to two modes, to those two modes, um, they're revealing a brand new mode that'll be available in the beta called Drop Zone, but they didn't share any details and said they would later. Does anybody know what Drop Zone is? Does anyone have any rumors as to what the hell this is? Mm, that sounds like a horde mode, which in the game would be like wave after wave of guys. It's not the bad guys from Masters of the Universe? No. Or either that's that or they, they right drop there. you into a mission. Maybe. Just right in the middle. Um, or drop in, like, you know, drop in. Your mission so who's is <laughs> to burn Aunt Brew and, and, and Uncle Owen? Go on. Well, like, when you look at it, like, it smells like barbecue out here. Um, no, I love Aunt Brew's cooking. So who, you're, you're obviously getting Battlefront the day it comes out. I am. Are you the, the 40... <laughs> this is more interesting. Are you getting Battlefront? Yeah, because I can download it at midnight from my Xbox. The um, well, they're, they're having a midnight great. launch also. So. Yeah, but I'll be at oh. home. Yeah, but I'll be at home in my pajamas. But it, I can go to GameStop in my pajamas. But see, here's the thing. Because <laughs> you didn't pre-order it, and you're not pre-ordering it, that means that you won't get to play the Battle of Jakku a week earlier than everybody else. That doesn't mean anything to me, because if the game is shit, then the game will be shit anyways, and you'll have paid that much money without. <laughs> there's no any goatee reviews. on. The, there's no goatee on the stormtrooper. Hold on, we're getting to that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but they did say one thing about the forty player. Forty. Uh, I was talking to him at, at uh, D23. How big were the maps in the earlier one? Because I've only played. I think I played the second Battlefront for PlayStation Two or whatever. The maps were. Was it that many players? No. Okay. But see, they also said it's twenty players, twenty bots. Is so that's what they were, really. So it's not really forty. Oh, okay. that's what they were saying. It was at D twenty three. Yeah, because if it's it, it's dice, they do battlefield. So I'm, get, I'm getting the feeling that the forty versus forty computer actual human players will be PC only because PCs. That's the only thing that can handle it. That can handle it. The Xbox. Yeah. PC master race. So on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you for Battlefront? Oh, I'm extremely excited. Okay. Although I'm more excited now that I they announced my question. the Battlefront uh, book. Which takes place between oh, yeah. no, they announced the four and five. Yeah. Twilight Company? Yeah. yeah. yeah was, I actually just looked up the release date for that. They had they announced that back I'll in play celebration. The I'll play the or does it take place there. between five and six? Is it four? I don't remember. We'll look it up later. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, once they announce one to get the beta for it, should be oh, good. Goodness. Oh, no. Oh. oh, the headphones still work after that. I can't I believe it. That's amazing. Uh, since Rich just picked up his Aftermath book, uh, is games like Battlefront, brand new Aftermath book, which came out. Friday. Takes place between 4 and 5. Uh, begin to shed some light on the new post-Jedi universe. It's now so Friday the Star Wars special C-3PO number 1. New story from the journey to Star Wars Force Awakens publishing program. It's coming in December. It follows the Goldenrod droid on a solo adventure leading up to his appearance in the new film and reveals what leads to the change in appearance in which he has a red left arm. Um, it reunites writer and artist team of James Robinson and Tony Harris for the first time in almost two decades. So Robinson and Harris collaborated on the initial run of Starman when Jack Knight took up the mantle yeah. from his father and brother. The duo was critically acclaimed for the run and received awards for it for well. Oh, that, yeah. When I first saw the tweet, I was like, oh, cool, that's a neat story. And then when I looked into it, I'm like, Robinson and Harris are doing oh, this. Yeah. So that's awesome. Tony Harris is amazing. Easily and the great, the best part of all of that is that it's only a one-shot, so Tony Harris will yes. actually finish it. Yes. Because Tony Harris did Chin Music number one, and mm. there is no Chin Music number two. Yeah. And I'm glad that they're doing that, so that way, I mean... Here's another thing. I mean, it's it, if you know if you don't want to know how C3PO got his red arm, you don't have to go to it. It's not the but, same medium, Rich. <laughs> it is. No, it's not. A book is not a video game. And if you had to buy a book okay. and then say, that's I'm, why nobody reads books anymore. <laughs> it actually, isn't true. If you they, bought they a book, the number of people actually read yeah. has gone up in America in the 
plastic. Which is, yeah, I'm sure you know things like Kindles make it easier because you can get. Yeah, books no, for they, cheap. they basically say this idea that reading is dying is actually not yeah. True. yeah if you cool. had to buy a book for twenty bucks and then they told you chapter ten was an extra five dollars, you would shit yourself in but anger. It was front, you, or it was but you would pay. But you would pay for. You would get the pre-order, so you get special chapter ten that goes with. And then six months later, and there's the re-release of the book with chapter, chapter ten. Not how DLC for ten dollars. All, All right, every publisher has talked about, about it. Talk yes, about that is how DLC works. <laughs> you are just having confirmation bias. No, if, if you were playing the first Enough. half of Batman and you get to it and it's a cliffhanger. Enough. We're not talking about video games anymore. Uh, moving on world of TV. I just want to say, no, I don't no. like it any more than anyone else. I'd rather have all the content I, for stop. free. Enough. I told you, enough. I don't it's want to not free. Anymore. You would be buying it when you buy the game. Jeez. Uh, uh, Move on World TV, quick notes. CBS announced Tuesday that September 10th's episode of The Dome will be the series finale. This comes as a surprise to people like me who had no idea that the pro- program was still on the air. <laughs> that would be Under the Dome. That sounds about right. Whatever. Under the Dome, Over the Dome. The Dome. The Dome. The Dome. In the Dome. That said like 10 names. The, the Simpsons movie. Through the Dome. Uh, CBS did promise that mysteries, uh, it's mysteries and answers will be revealed during the series finale based on Stephen King's best-selling novel. Uh, debuted in 2013. It's been one of the most watched shows on television for the past three summers. That has to be from CBS. That's that, just because people can't... Because you're actually watching that. Because there's uh, nothing else on. Unfortunately, yes. There's nobody there's else on. There's other stuff on during the summer. Hey, Rich. Or there's, there's this aliens. thing next to you. It's called Book. That's no, cool. they've already revealed that. Okay. Uh, is it Aliens, really? Yeah. Wow. It's, Did the cow make it? No. But that's the bad thing. Is you see, you see, well, see here's the thing. Don't you? Here's the thing. The whole thing think, takes place within three weeks. So the whole... So each season is a week? No, each season's a day almost. Wow. I mean, in some cases. Well, there are three seasons and it's three weeks. They but, age really badly over the course yeah. of I know. That's just that the kids have gotten really old. Uh, CW released the trailer for the upcoming season of Arrow this week, uh, showing off a new name for Ollie's hometown or city. New costumes for Thea Queen Speedy and Diggle and, of course, Arrow himself. And the debut of a new villain, Damian Dark, played by Neil McDonough, which makes me excited. I, love that I like that guy. He's, He's an awesome. actor. Diggle's costume, though. Diggle's costume's terrible. It's horrible. It yeah. looks like he it has also a... It shows, uh, it shows the, I guess, the... the All that money's going to Flash. Yeah, the uh, the White Canary Resurrection. Is yes, it does. That, that ties into the, uh, yeah. the Legion. It also says... I don't know, when you're watching the trailer, as you, as you draw into Star City, there's the memorial to Ray Palmer. Uh huh. I don't remember him dying at the end of the last season, mm. or that people would think he's dying. I don't remember that. Yeah, either. I was like, did he shrink into the wait, microverse? No, that's a, that's a movie that nobody saw. Um, no, but something like that did happen. I know he was like in the suit and something, but and something did happen. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I was like, why? I guess that, that well, finale did not stick with me as much. In the first episode, and that's what you're thinking. But yeah, no, yeah. there is something where it, it, well, he, it's like he dies he, or something. There's like something, but the, who does he find at the end of the season? But I don't remember. It that. gives you the idea that maybe he did shrink, because no, he has that accident where the um, the top of Palmer Towers blows up. That was a oh thing. yeah, that's what that was in that. Yes. That's what it was. He fights and then the suit fails or something like that. Yeah, and he he's doing he an experiment at the end. No, yeah. he's doing an experiment. He's trying to fix it, and then the whole top of the I totally brutal. And that's how I was like, oh, well, okay. Now explains how he's going to get the shrinking power. Man, as a you know, like hyperbole aside, the show's just not my cup of tea. But the fact that nobody could remember what happened. <laughs> well, I remember. I remember. Kind of frightens me. Well, no, I remembered what happened with Ollie, and I remember he still how doesn't Ray have a goatee. To the point. No, he doesn't. And the fact I saw that, that Ollie, I saw that wisp piece of crap they had on. And um, 
uh, uh, Felicity leave and that he leaves his... and they do the whole drive down Malibu yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, they drive right past the Point Magoo the rock Hey, I know where that is. It's like an Austin Powers. It's know, like every movie has every movie that oh, where yeah. they show Malibu. Only, it has to show that rock. Well, it's not even close to Malibu. That's no, it's not. Problem. It's like fifteen miles away from it. It's the rock in um and uh, uh, Iron Man. No, uh, what's the, what are we talking about? The other uh, Hidden Valley. When we saw you know Agents of Shield driving down that. Oh okay. Um, yeah. Isn't it amazing how every backdrop in the mountains looks like Southern California? Yeah. <laughs> right. Incredible. Uh, despite the fact that we didn't do a review for it, a lot of people still watched Fear the Walking Dead for its second week. I Ooh. thought we would do two and three this week. Yeah. Well, this is why when we did the first one, I told you not to promise people <laughs> that we'd be doing it weekly. Uh, you can't do it this week. It's not on this week. That's right. Third, yeah, well, then we could do this week. I saw that thing that you all call a commercial, and they said yeah. that, <laughs> that it would not be on this week. That yeah, thing you call a commercial. Um, last week's second episode pulled in 11.7 million viewers with Nielsen, with the Nielsen's Live Plus 3 ratings, which is the 72 hours after the... Uh, and it was so it's much all, better. Is that all the DVR stuff? Yeah, it's, it's, if you watch it on the DVR within 72 hours, it, it counts it as, yes. as things. So yeah, um, Sunday's premiere only had 8.2 million people that were add, added in it. Do you think people um, forgot that it was on? No, 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 no. no. It, it has the same thing. Second installment saw a slight uptick in the time-shifted viewing compared to the August 23rd premiere. Um, uh, to clear up the numbers, 8.2 million people watched it live. After the live plus three li- ra- ratings, it released almost 12. So almost okay. 4 million people watched it within three days. Okay. Giving it a, a grand total of almost 12 million people. 90-minute um, episode, the premiere had 10 million people watch it live and 3 million people watch it. So the numbers are pretty complete, pretty close. It didn't lose a lot. Um, since we didn't talk about it, I thought we'd talk about the episode just a little here. I like that episode a hell of a lot more. That episode made so much more sense. I thought the first episode made sense, but the pacing of this was really well because I thought yes. it, was, it was paced well where the slow moments fit. It actually she, felt more like a Walking Dead episode. It definitely felt like it does what the Walking Dead does very, very well, which is... The tension is very strong. Mm-hmm. The whole part where she's in the school with Isaac, I think it is Isaac. Yeah, the, something Isaac, like that. Yeah, with, with the, the the kid who well, brings the knife to school. The at nerd. Point. The, yeah. the, the, Tobias. Guy, the, the, the the Tobias. Yes. Is the, Tobias. The, Tobias. The, Isaac. Who the hell's Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> the the, the <laughs> He's the he's the he's the hero of the wasteland in yeah. the future. Yeah. He's gonna bulk up in the school. Uh, you know, subsiding on you know canned meat. But yeah, but in We're terms of school, awesome. they did a good job in the school of they're advancing the plot to a certain degree by having Tobias's conversation with um with with, uh, with the, the teacher. Girl. Yeah, with mm-hmm. the teacher there or the uh, counselor. Yeah, yeah. Drove me crazy for the longest time trying to figure out who the hell she was, and she was the cop in uh, Gone Girl. Yes, I was like, who is this? What? I she looks so damn familiar. Uh, and the the husband's wife. The husband's ex-wife is uh, it was on Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that, that whole scene, and then when you get to the the, the they hear the um, the the audio of, of him on the, the yeah, yeah. Of, the, of a zombie being in there. I thought it did a really good job. Of, the pacing was really good, and I thought everything kind of made sense in this one. She would go to the school by herself. Makes sense. The whole thing of the escalation uh, of of. You know the police gunning down a homeless person, mm-hmm. and the the um, the riots, the, the 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 mob not understanding what's going on, and I mm. thought it fought that thin line of you knowing, you know the cops had a good reason to do it, but you also know why they're not telling everybody, and not telling everybody is they don't believe them that 
hey, we have a reason for gunning this dude down. We're right. just not going to tell you what it is. We and you don't see it us. until the girl. Yeah, yeah and you see it. when you see it with the girl, and then everything goes crazy. And the, I had one person tell me, he's like, it wouldn't escalate that fast. I said, you haven't been watching the news. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, because a, it, would, it, it would totally would. Especially if it happened right in front of you. It did very well, look at the, very well uh, on the relevance. Look at the shooting with the, the uh, reporter and the cameraman, how that escalated. You know, I mean, that, you know. What do you mean in the sense of, of having a group of people? We're talking about Ferguson. You have a group of people right. that are together that have come out for one reason just it's to say, pig. we. That's what, the yeah, best yeah. example. And that's the thing is, I found it believable that if you're standing there as a group of people that is already distrustful of an authoritative police force, watching someone gun somebody down who looks like there's no reason, mm-hmm. she isn't a threat except. The cop knows she is because she has information that they're withholding from everybody else. You would start to go crazy, right? And then the things get changed, and and, and the stuff that was going on with the with the kid that that was my only little that was my only little nitpick with it, and that was and it's even it's just a little nitpick. Detox the right way. Yes, exactly. It was just it was like oh it's going to happen here it comes and then boom there it was there was there wasn't any. I don't think it's over. No. No no no. But what I mean was it went from. No effects to I'm on the floor, you know, vomiting in, in my mouth. Well, I think it's, there there I think there would have been it, there would have been a there would have been a time when there's the sweats are coming on. I think the, there's a the shakes. Well, he has that. Yeah, it's a, it's, the mean, com- he's, he's it's the it's com- the sick in the beginning. But it's a, I think it's I think that's just a by virtue of the compressed timeline of yeah. how you're supposed to be Got watching it. it. But yeah, I, I I liked it a lot, and I just it I wonder if you know just that coincidentally relevant for the series right now it happened to be produced and shot and then released well, i mean this at is this like this right has now been going in a, in a time for of more than a year yeah you know so I, I think there's very much a speaking of that kid i didn't realize it but he was the he's the young voldemort in uh or he played um oh god what what was uh, tom riddle tom riddle yes in uh in in, really? in um yeah, which, which Harry? Oh shit! Which Harry? It was Harry Potter and Harry I got Potter it right here. And the the Half Blood Prince. Hmm. Harry Potter and the Castle that had. Ha- yeah, he was he was Tom Riddle. Interesting. I didn't realize that until I was. Tom Bombadil. What? Yeah. But no, it just does. You know, it was a little nitpick thing. I, I liked his performance on the drugs. I liked his performance when he was you know and doing as a character on drugs, not yes the actor was on drugs. <laughs> Correct. I went method. I just started shooting heroin, and then I detoxed in the middle of it. I liked the sister, the, the his sister, the way it was portrayed this episode. Yeah, she's got, she's a little more. Uh, and I and I loved a lot more layers to her. Yes, I loved how the parents' reaction with her and the boyfriend were when yeah. they knew what was happening to the well, boyfriend. That's one thing that they have in this this type of series that you don't have in Walking Dead is that. The majority of people don't know what's going on, right? And so you you're watching it, and there's two, there's three very quick scenes with it. There's the very beginning where she's telling uh, the parents are telling the daughter to get away from him. What happens with the cop, and then the end when the daughter tries to run out of the house to save their neighbor, right? And the mother blocks the door, and she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Mm-hmm. It's again that's a layer in this that's not in The Walking Dead of this idea that there are some people that know what's going on, and there's some people that don't. And the the what, scene what with the cop when he them. when the cop is putting all the water in his trunk yeah. and the dad sees it, it's like at that point you could tell that the dad knew this is hopeless. We got to get the yeah, fuck out of here. Let's move to what everyone's been talking about: Force Friday. What's that? Force Friday. I have no idea. Is that yeah. something with Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> 
if it was, you would have been even more first in line. <laughs> um, midnight on Friday saw the release of the first merchandise for the upcoming Star Wars The Force Awakens film. Designated Force Friday by Disney marketers, many Toys R Us and Target stores opened at 12.01 to throngs of fans waiting to buy toys. Building sets, role play toys. Of fans? Throngs. 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 As in, as in Admiral Thrawn? Yes. Uh, role play toys, apparel featuring BB-8, Kylo Ren, and Captain Phasma. But apparently you needed to be first in line. Many stores ran out of merchandise quickly, as most of them had very little to begin with. The Force Friday hashtag quickly became the Farce Friday hashtag <laughs> as fans vented on social media about long lines and little product to offer. Uh, business websites like Forbes and Wall Street Journal were touting the day as a boon that could bring in nearly $1 billion in sales worldwide in a single day, but it's tough to tell how damaging the product shortcoming or yeah, product shortcomings will be to long-term fans. And to only do one thing from the video game discussion is another type of fandom that doesn't course correct itself for market. That's true. It will be back. When they, when they do right. episode 8 Force Friday, all of these idiots are still going to be 35th in line. But the thing is, you know, as Carp made a great point today on Facebook, it will be here. We'll have it. They're not. This isn't the end of it. The thing, the mentality to a certain degree I understand, because in the last couple of years, if you don't get on the initial, mm-hmm. you... You as a lay consumer who doesn't go to Target every day, doesn't go to Toys R Us every day, not you and me, right? Um, but the average, the, the average family is never going to see it. That's the right. fear. That's the fear. Is that fear going to be justified? We don't know. We don't know how much of this stuff is going to be made. Right. Um, in terms of our personal experience, you and I did fine because we were fourth in line. Well, I didn't get it. I didn't get what I – when I walked into the store, I had already pre – Put things in my Amazon cart and my Disney yeah, my Disney store cart. So I knew if I didn't get this person or this character here, I've got it in my cart. All I have to do is hit you know yeah, yeah. hit send. As long as it was still there. At that right. Point. So when I didn't when I didn't get stuff. them when I was standing here when you went back and you said here watch the cart, I I hit sent or I hit pay yeah. on my Amazon and I'd already deleted the stuff that was in there. Exactly. But yeah, it, it turned into. <laughs> A lot of complaining, as a lot of stores didn't have any product. Now, Here's in our, the thing. In our per- personal experience, the Black Series 6-inch figures, our store had three cases, mm-hmm. and that's it. Which the for targets did too. They only had three available, and in terms of Kylo Ren, they would have had six, because he's the double pack. Correct. And a lot of other stores have that, and we've all kind of wondered what's happening. And there's three factors that we've kind of come up with, and one... It's stores didn't order as much because they've been burned before on both episode mm-hmm. one and episode three figures, and then episode one again. A lot of people forget this when episode the one released the 3D. vintage figures for three D was a mess, and on top of that, it's still three and a half months until this film comes correct, out. and that's the longest lead time between product re- reveal or product release and the movie release. So I think I think a lot of uh, toy buyers that these the ex- executives would have looked at this and said. Even if we sell out, we've got three months to re- to restock mm-hmm. and stuff. So like I can tell you right now, if you want three and three quarter figures, go to Kohl's. The one in, yeah. here in town well, they, they has everything. Why they still have it because it's twelve dollars. Yeah. Um, the second thing is, I don't know if there's enough product either, especially with the six inch black. Well, I think when they're if they if they do what we were talking about, where we it seemed like they were trying to allocate the same amount to each store. Well, they're allocating based on your order, right? You know, the, the the Toys R Us that does a million dollars every day or whatever probably would have ordered a lot more. They would have gotten. And then the other thing is the size of the store is going to. But it's also in the case of not having that kind of product there are have been some different uh challenges mm-hmm. to 
creating product for a lot of different companies and there's stuff that I know from people that I know for work for other companies that the um, the steps that you have to take to get to the point where you're able to sculpt these were really way behind. Sure. So I think that I really think that there's not they didn't make a lot of uh, six inch black and stores got allocated. Right. Um, well, the the big thing that everybody wanted that that Sphero uh, BB8, the one that you know was all of a sudden came out of nowhere that it, and just I don't think they started producing that before. Uh, before celebration, I think at celebration when they brought BB-8 on that stage and they kind of started saying, "Okay, this is how it's made." You also figure out how to make it, yeah. right? Then Spire, then Sphero said, "You know what? We already have the ball. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is find a way is to put the magnetic little head on there and change the paint scheme, and boom, there you go." Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because Phase Two is actually this will be the first time a second phase will come out before the movie. Because phase two of six inch black is apparently there's a couple more three and three quarters that are supposed to come out. Right. That as well. So that will be. I think the only the only um, six inch that I didn't get out of the first run is Chewbacca. Wow, you're actually one of the few people that bought Finn. Yes. Because nobody else is. Oh boy. Yeah. And then the the Disney stores have plenty. Well, again, like we said when we were at dinner, I don't think. I think the casual fan, again, does not think of the Disney store as a place to buy toys. Right. And that's part of the reason that Disney bought Star Wars was so that it could exactly. have toys in their Disney store. Well, that's why they... Notice, Disney store used to exist a long time ago. It used to be in the Oaks Mall, and then it went out of mm-hmm. business, and there were very few Disney stores, and there was mostly um, uh, outlet stuff for stuff right. that was being sold in the parks that wasn't selling right. would go to the outlet. All of a sudden, in the last few years, you've seen Disney stores pop up again. And part of it is they have more product to sell because mm-hmm. they have so many more And they're getting exclusive well, product. Well, yeah. see, here's the thing. The the Elite Diecast 6-inch line that they have, which we, you know, the the box that right. I got from D23 found out that all of those figures except for C-3PO and R2-D2 are going to be released between now and December. And then December 18th, they're going to release a new uh, Episode 7 figure. That These are their... You know the premium princess dolls that they have, the ones that are the Barbie size that are the they're sculpted better. They have, they look more like the cartoon characters. This is their boys line for the for the Star Wars. So yeah, this line of the six inch figures that they released. You know there was uh, they have Captain Phasma, the Flame Trooper, the Stormtrooper. Finn, uh, Ray with BB-8, and See, the metallic ones for like human characters are weird. Yeah, well, the the sculpt on all of, on on Ray, on both the six inch uh, black and the six inch uh, diecast, the sculpt on her face is just not that that's great. The case with a lot of the human yeah. looking characters. Yes. Any three three quarter any action figure. But I think the elite one is way better than yeah. Yeah. the regular black series. Like even the, the paint BB eight that comes in the box looks, looks better. better than the six inch uh, Leia yeah. Yeah. figure. But here's the thing. Both, both the Black Series and the Elite Series, Finn, you can still find him. Finn's boring. He doesn't come with anything cool. He comes with a blaster that looks like a drill. Yeah. Like, I do not like the, the I'm very picky with guns and stuff like that. Do you think that's the new, like, the, uh, the resistance gun? God, I hope not. I really hope not. Because <laughs> it's an ugly piece Because of with, with the Black Series, they usually make accurate looking guns. Well, no, it's accurate to the film because he's it's it's in three different things. I've seen that gun is all over the place. Right, anything he that he comes with, picked up. Yeah, it's it's whatever he picks up and uses. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like a, a lot of that takes place on almost a junk planet, so I'm sure it's a junker gun. But it's just 
aesthetically, I look at it and go, ugh. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff I saw that I really liked. Captain Phasma's awesome. I, I don't even know anything about her character. Yes. Except I like the actress who plays her, and I love the design of a trooper that looks different. It's chrome. It's shiny. Mm-hmm. It's got the cape. So that's you know that's the three and three quarter I picked up. I've fallen for the stormtrooper design. When yes, we first saw it. it was stupid. They so call it dumb. the duck, the duck face yeah. design. Especially the the flame trooper and the snow trooper. Yes, I'm so mad that Toys R Us exclusive. The pre order for the snow trooper commander. But you can you know for the it's is that for just the regular three and three quarter? No, that's that or is, is that the black? That's the black series six inch commander with the pauldron. Yes, because is a, a Toys R Us exclusive and the pre order sold out in minutes. The Man, three and I'm three. I'm starting to see a lot of parallels to this video game thing. This the is three kind of and three. Don't no pre orders. Listen to look. No pre orders. Stop pre ordering people. That's going to be the title three of this episode. Do not pre-order. do not pre order this episode. <laughs> we can name it that. The three and three quarter. People for it. <laughs> the three Which, and three quarter. Can I get really? Get this really, out. really, really technical. Pre-order is a false term because you either order it or you don't. Yeah, There's you're no pre-paying. Such thing as pre-ordering, pre-paying. No, that's not you. No, that's true. That's yeah. Don't. Yeah. There's partial pay, but there's no such thing as pre-pay, and there's no such thing as pre-order. Okay. Uh, well, pre-order would mean that you're we've paying had, for the whole thing, but then by then you've ordered had, it. We've had this discussion yes. now, because if you're paying for part of it to reserve it. You're reserving you're it. it. You are ordering it, and you are reserving it. You're doing See, two and things. at Game Crazy, we didn't. We called it pre-order when we spoke to customers. But everything that our marketing said was reserve it. You're right. reserving your reserving copy. Reserving is different. Yes, reserving yes. is a different term and a correct term. If you're saying, if you give me money right now, I guarantee you, you're having it. Yes, that's a reserve. A reservation at a at a, at a restaurant is we're guaranteeing you a table. Right. It comes with a so that's what, every time I hear pre-order, it's one of those stupid things. Like it's just one of those things that bugs me every time I hear it because it's completely that's a false term. But your it's, pre-order it's comes with a new hat. Doesn't count. Okay. Hey, we actually had that's that happen before. <laughs> We've given hats for pre-orders. Yeah, I believe it. It's just, it's just like a, a, a I could care less. That's a ter- that's not true. Mm-hmm. It's I could not care less or I couldn't care less. If you could care less, that means you care, which means your statement is inaccurate. Right. Uh, so three, three quarters something or other. The elite. It's Disney's. It's Disney's way of having a Star Wars toy that's exclusive to the parks and to the stores that are on the same par as their princess lines. Yeah. Well, they also do the vehicles in the, that big titanium. They did the titanium yeah. vehicles. Which are the same? Yeah, the it's basically the same size, but they're a scale up from the. Well, but they've had this stuff before because you bought the ad at for yes. a couple months ago. Right. That was the one, like whatever Disney store I was in, that was taking pictures. I was like, oh, these are cool, and they're battle, and they look cool. So. Which Beth found out the Camarillo outlet is actually just a regular store. Yeah, it would be. Now. This they consider it a regular store. Everything, the, whatever promotion. I'll tell you, everything in Camarillo that says it's an outlet, it's not a true right. outlet. You got to go out to the desert to get to the outlet. Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. in and go. Wow, these shirts are ugly, but they're like four dollars yeah. because nobody bought them. So they said whatever promotions there, yeah, one or the, the other. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a real it's a real thing. Which, by the way, I've got your uh, Disney store stuff and a surprise for you. Oh no! Ooh! I'm so glad we said that on the air for some reason. I know. There you go, kids. <laughs> now, now Chris is going to have to share his surprise with everybody on Facebook and Twitter and all that. Jazz. No, actually, don't. I don't. I can't even get into our Facebook. I get into Facebook. Well, the Facebook automatically links to Twitter once you put it up. Good for for us. Well, there you go. Go technology. Yeah. And look, the microphones work. This is crazy. It's been working Uh, for a while. And the headphones don't disconnect. Well, except for Mikey's. That's because Mikey's using an Apple product. (laughs) (laughs) Which I shouldn't say that because everything in my house is Apple. Yeah, I was going to say everything is Apple. Your Xbox is Apple. It could be. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh... Force Friday. 
Yeah, we're done, we're done with Force Friday. Um, we want to mention the passing of horror legend Wes Craven, who lost his fight with brain cancer last Sunday. Uh, that news actually broke while we were recording. Yes. Um, Craven is best known for defining the, the horror genre in the 80s with the first of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. He also came back and did the last one, uh, featuring the knife-handed Freddy Cougar, mm-hmm. an icon of horror, and then redefining the genre with the deconstructed Scream film in 1996. He was 76. I'm not a big horror fan, but I have seen his two nightmares and Scream. So yep. You know someone defines a genre when you're someone who just doesn't really care about Well, the he genre was actually in the... It wasn't the last Freddy... Well, it was... It was the last Freddy Krueger before they reboot the series. Yeah, yeah the new they whatever the that remake. was. Yeah, that was the last one. He right. came back. And, and he, he played himself in it, and he, it was the, the actress who played... It was the new Nightmare. He was, yeah, it was the new Nightmare, yes. The new Nightmare was very much a deconstruction of his own series already, because Which, that's the only one he did, and then lead that into the... The know, funny the thing about New Nightmare was they, they were rebooting the franchise and making a film, and the Freddy... And you know, aura the essence yeah. took over the the mechanical glove that they had made yeah. and started killing people. Yeah, it was very. It's, it's, it was it's a good movie. It, it, it actually did, says it, something about it, Hollywood now. Yeah, we only mentioned two things, but he did a lot of other stuff too. So we just wanted to, you know, he's I kind of our kind of pop culture zoners. So we want to mention his passing is tip our hat to him. Yeah. As uh, Kevin Smith would say, it's a big bucket of wind. Can't see me through the sound of this. Podcast, but I am tipping my hat to him. Just like a Freddy Krueger hat. Yeah, because <laughs> what hat? Where's your hat? There you go. Free hat. Free, Free hat. hat McCullough. Yeah. But so hat. we're gonna end on a down there. No, we're gonna end on you telling everybody where they can find us because I don't remember, <laughs> and I know you haven't. But you're, <laughs> but you're supposed to be the one now. No, okay, so um, where can we find us? <coughs> where can we find us? Where can we find ourselves? Well, we're on Facebook okay. at Nerdables. Facebook.com backslash nerdables. We're also at Twitter. Forward at slash. Let's just say slash. Slash. That's all I ever say. I think we, we keep saying We're that every Facebook time. slash nerdables. Facebook.com slash nerdables. Twitter at nerdables show. I love it when he gets it right because he got it wrong for like eight months <laughs> And our website, which is nerdables.com. Don't go to that. Uh. <laughs> No, because we're going to have some new content, right, guys? Okay, we said that like, like the last. Time. Right, guys. This is this is the same I, thing. This is the same thing as you were saying. We're going to be here every week to do Fear the Walking Dead. I'm Stop. I'm asking you. Are yeah, we? Are we? Don't ask stuff on the air. Because <laughs> I have to hold you to it. Well, we a had a whole plan. You can hold me to anything. <laughs> it's you a want. verbal contract. We had a whole a plan to do something to today, and we kind of threw that out the window after dinner. So. Well, we changed we, the plan. We come back, and Rich is like, I don't think we're going. to I said I had a feeling we're not going to be filming that today. Fuck. Every week. I keep so telling weird. Sebastian. Yeah, don't don't wait for me, by the way. Please don't. If you got something to film. <laughs> yeah, you may want to film something. I feel like I feel like Matt Hooper like, you know, because waiting for me to show up once a week and even if I can't make it on the weekends, like it's like it's just gonna extend things. So please start you know. I don't we know just blame it all on you, Sebastian. Oh, okay. I don't get anything. Blame it on the rain. We can unbox my no, box miniatures from six months ago. I feel like every time you buy something and I see it on the internet, it's like, did you film it? <laughs> he should. That's why. That's why I haven't opened anything open that, from my. That. I haven't opened anything from Force Friday yet because I haven't opened anything from Force Friday because I've either been asleep or trying to get a dog to go to sleep. One or the other. I finally opened my first Order Trooper and I was like, oh hey. That's so what this thing is supposed to be film like. it. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> no. I told you yesterday I was supposed to be getting my aftermath and my uh, my Disney Infinity. 
right? It was supposed to be delivered. It said it was delivered. They sent it to they the uh, the postal carrier was new and took it to another house. What are you new? And I had to track them down. And finally, I called. I got to the, our postal carrier this morning, and she went down the hill to the other Tuolumne you know, areas. I realized I'm giving out my address. This is, this is all fascinating for people who have no idea what you're talking about. So, now anyways, somebody's got a map like, uh-huh, and just draws like a so big quarter Within mile this tri marker, this is where the Nerdable show is recorded. Oh, look, I was surprised when I showed up at my house today and my, my small package with Aftermath was still on my porch. And I'm like, oh, no one took it. So, um, our, our loyal listen to her in Ohio, Brandon, he. Um, he was talking to his mom about. Did you say listen to her. Listen, <laughs> listener. Uh, I, I I'm gonna listen to her. Listen to her. I'm a listen to her. I listen to vertebrals. I am a listen to her. Not a listen doer, but a listen to her. That's so, what America needs: more people who are tours and not enough people who are like, doers. That T O R and tour. He was talking to his mom, and his mom looked at him and goes, "You know, Darth Vader didn't die at at the end of uh, Episode Six. That's just a conspiracy." And he looked at her and goes, what? Are you kidding me? She's, no, it's a government conspiracy. Darth Vader did not die. <laughs> we have, we have Star Wars I, like, I, like, I like trolling. We got we to gotta get her to keep starting that. That's like Beth was reading the, inside, or reading the cover of Aftermath, and she goes, when did, this, when did they have a second Death Star? What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, what? She goes, okay, Luke blew up the first one. When was there a second one? I'm like, I'm just looking at her, waiting for it to click in. And she goes, okay, Return of Jedi, there was... Uh, Did she just watch the Ewok parts and that's it? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. We just watched episode four last night. That's bizarre. But yeah, I mean, I, was, I couldn't believe it. She was like, when was there a second Death Star? Episode it like six the, is a prequel. Uh, and yet she's going to kill me for saying that because you know you're going to say something to her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do love uh, the thing that's going around of the second Death Star and it just says epic fail. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. Did, did you see the little cartoon thing that came out of the... Uh, it was the Death Star architect. Yeah, that wasn't as good. As, have you ever seen their Mortal Kombat one? No. When you don't finish someone? No. It's Scorpion versus Sub Zero, and it gets to the point where Sub Zero's head's like going around. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Finish him, and he doesn't. He doesn't. He's fought with honor. I leave him alone, and it's all the rest. Of he's it. like at that, home and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah, that group does that. It's I saw that, but the, but the architect was good. It's like so. Should we make it the size of uh, you know, the port of the size of an X wing with the new one? No. Let's make it the size of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, great idea. <laughs> but yeah, there's some, there were some good ones. Like, you know what? How is this my fault? You know, we have a super destroyer or a star destroyer here that can blow up a planet. It needs to have an exhaust port. You know, and speaking of which, it has exhaust means out. So it should have pushed the bomb away instead of sucked it down. He's like, and you know, he made it from a 90 degree angle. If you told me we had to worry about space wizards. Then maybe I would have encountered something, or I would have taken that into account. Space wizard. All could have been saved by putting a grill on top of their exhaust port. So you know what the moral the moral of the story is? The moral of the story. The moral of the so- the story is. Be a listen to her. <laughs> Damn, there's so many titles. I was gonna say, don't pre-order Space Wizards. Don't pre-order don't Space pre-order Wizards. Space the game. Wizards. Why don't we actually title it something that people would be looking for? Like what? Force Friday, Star Wars. Don't pre-order Force Friday. I'm surprised that we're still recording. I mean, we, I'm never we, surprised. We signed off I'm, like ten I'm, minutes ago, didn't I'll be we? Completely honest. I'm always surprised when we are recording <laughs> because there's been a number of times where we're not recording. So, so anyways, so on anyways, that note, 
for Sebastian, Ethan, Rich, Mikey, and myself, we will talk to you next week.